This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Uh, I'm very pleased uh, to announce, actually, that today's episode, uh, well, this week's episode, marks the two-year anniversary of That's the Ticket. Uh, it's pretty surreal, I'm not going to lie. It's been a bit of an after- afternoon. Um, just thinking that I've been chatting about the arts and Kirikiriroa and beyond every Tuesday for two whole years. Honestly, it feels like my one-year anniversary was only yesterday. Um, but anyway, thank you to those of you who have stuck with me since day one. I'm looking at you, Uncle Rick. And uh, to those of you who have popped in and out, and to those of you who are maybe joining me for the first time today, welcome. Uh, speaking of joining me, it wouldn't be That's the Ticket without a special guest, and I'm very pleased to have returning guest and great friend of mine on the show today. Kirsty Dawson-Smith is here. Kia ora, mate. Kia ora, Hannah. How are you today? Oh, I'm like, I mean, you can vouch, but, but before we, you know, started the show today, I've, I've been a bit of uh, a bubble of emotion. I'm, I'm feeling very loved <laughs> this afternoon, mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, have had a lot of kind of uh, positive comments on the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page today. Um, some lovely messages in from, of course, my mum. Hi, <laughs> Cecilia. Uh, Hamilton Operatic Society, Reveille Theatre, I'm Missing People Out, The Meteor, like so, so many people have... Um, oh, Yvonne from Right on the Arts, Right on for the Arts. Can't forget her. She was actually my first ever guest. Two years ago today, um, Yvonne was here, so special thanks to her, to her and to everyone who's been um, sharing the love today. And I feel like I'm about to get some more love because you've got a um, mysterious white box there, Kirsty. Yes, I do. So obviously you listeners can't see what's going on, but let me describe it. So I've got a white box here to give to Hannah um, in celebration of the two-year anniversary of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. So you're no longer a baby, Hannah. You are now a toddler. Yeah. And I wanted to celebrate this moment with you and congratulate you on the success of your podcast. And Oh, it's opening, guys. Also a bit of gratitude because this is my third time. This is my third rodeo on the show. And I'm hoping third time is the charm because... First one, you know, I was pretty fresh. Second one, we had a bit of a technical difficulty. Oh, never forget. Yes, so I was listening to that episode on the drive down oh. from Auckland um, this afternoon, and I had to smile to myself, you know, we're, we're pretty cute. And so to celebrate, I have commissioned some sweeties for you. So here okay. you go, Hannah. The box is transferring. Hold the line. Oh. Can you hear that rustling? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, sorry. That's a positive oh, no. Um, oh, see, we should have done this before because I'm feeling slightly moved. Kirsty. Hey. Um, for those of you listening right now, uh, Kirsty has just handed me a box of personalised uh, That's the Ticket um, cookies that say TTT turns two. 
and I'm honestly lost for words, which isn't great when you have a radio show, Kirsty. Um, I'm going to have to hug you in the next song break. Yes. But thank you very much. I will put up pics uh, with the podcast of this episode on the That's the Ticket Facebook page so you guys can see the magic. I'm just going to pop these down. Yes, I hope tonight when you go home, you, you know, put the jug on, have a cup of tea, enjoy your TTT cookies (laughs) and just acknowledge how much you've done in the past two years and how successful you've made this little corner of media you know? Oh, stop it, Kirsty. I'm literally, I can feel myself welling up. Okay. To tea, though, because to be honest, well, I love having Kirsty on the show because I always get some kind of, um, you know, creative tea. You're always mm-hmm. good to spill the tea. And um, I want to start with the, the project that you're working on right now. Yes. Shrek the Musical. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of hype about this one because it's, it's fastly approaching. And I know that uh, director of the show... Nick Wilkinson um, made an appearance on uh, Backstage with Mel and Mike, another mm-hmm. great arts podcast that comes out of Free FM. Uh, give it a listen if you haven't already. But uh, I want to hear from you because you've got the behind-the-scenes goss because your role in the production is... So for Shrek the Musical, I'm the head of department for hair and makeup. So we cover um, the makeup the wigs, the hair, the prosthetic side, so essentially the the colours and the paints that bring your characters to life. We, you know, we've got some... Like this, the way I'm talking, I feel like I'm not describing it to scale and almost not bringing it to, like, to acknowledge how big it is, so you, you almost have to see it to know how big it is. So Shrek the Musical... This is Showcase Entertainment Group's... I'd say this is their largest theatre show yet. Mm. And the things that you can expect from the show, you've got um, a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, a lot of singing. Your favourite characters will be there. You know, we've got Shrek. And when I talk to people about Shrek, they just say, oh, you've got a bit of green eyeshadow? And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) It's not just a little dust. We've got full Shrek prosthetics. You know, we've got pieces being applied to Tom so Tom Knowles plays Mm. Shrek and you know he's got padding, he's got a fat suit, he's got um, boots with uh, risers in them so when Tom is Shreked up he probably stands at like 7 foot you know, to the point where um, I would have to stand on a chair to reach his face. Yeah exactly exactly. So this is more than just alpha burying him up, that was a wicked the musical reference from a musical theatre piece Oh yes yes um, this ain't no backyard face painting. This is full, you know, this is full shebang. And when you think about the set, how big it is, you've, you know, you've got Dragon, you've got Donkey, you've got Princess Fiona, it's, and then the, all the other fairy tale characters as well. It's huge. Yeah. And the stuff that that we're using is stuff from Melbourne. So okay. it's international stuff that we're bringing here to Aotearoa and... Kirikiriroa, even. Yes, and Tamaki Makoto. Um, so it's going to be pretty fun. So at the moment, um, we're going into rehearsals. So later this week, the cast all get together. And mm. I think the next two weeks is when things really dial to 11 and we start to see everything really come together. It's going to be a big shift for you, mate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My... Um, you can expect a lot of green paint and green glue and my hands will be... Just permanently green? Yeah, exactly. I yep. mean, I vibe that for you. 
Mm-hmm. If anyone can pull it, I'm sure you can work it into a look. And um, yeah. just <laughs> yeah, I'm um, just circling back. <laughs> Sorry, um, just circling back to, um, you know, you've been talking about prosthetics and stuff. Did you conceptualise like that? Was it your job to be like how this is going to work? Or was there stuff from, you know, Melbourne, like a guide of some sort of how to achieve what you're achieving? There, so we essentially have the the gear from Melbourne, but... We, you know, between December and now, I've had a couple trial runs where I'm kind of figuring it out. You know, it's like I've been given a jigsaw puzzle Mm. that I'm learning how to piece together myself and trying to replicate someone else's work because what I'm finding the hardest is that Shrek is such a well-known character. Yeah, there's if, no pressure there, bro. Like, <laughs> if I get one thing wrong, the whole world will know. The The shade of green has to be the Shrek green. And, and it's an animated character that we're putting into live actions. So obviously, mm. the proportions are going to be different, but it's up to us to make it look as real as possible. Okay. I mean, rather you than me. I mean, I feel like you're well up to the task. Obviously, I'm incredibly biased, but this isn't your first... I mean, this is your your first rodeo with Shrek, Mm -hmm. but this isn't your first rodeo uh, with uh, Showcase, right? No, so I have done two tours with Showcase, and that was for Let It Go. So the Mm. last time I was on the show, I had just come back from the North Island tour, and then in January during the school holidays we ended up doing another week tour around the bottom of the North Island and a couple of stops in the South Island. Nice. So, you know, I've been, I've done done a couple of tours now yeah, yeah. and um, with theatre as well as television there are some more tours on the horizon for me at the end of this year, so I'm not going to unpack my suitcase just yet, Hannah. Oh, okay. I'm stay ready. I don't need to get ready. I stay ready. <laughs> I'm definitely going to ask more about that now because that mm-hmm. was an A plus. Not now, sorry, later. That was yes. an A plus um, teaser. Okay. Right there. But no, just circling back to Shrek because mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're yarning about right now. Um, some key information on that. It's running uh, in Kirikiriroa at Clarence Street Theatre uh, 19th to 23rd of July with 10.30am and 2pm shows daily. Plus you've got a cheeky 6pm on the 22nd of July. Yeah, for, you know, all the all those ones who are at work and yeah. aren't able to make the daytime showings. Or like people like me who don't have a child but want to be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? We could... I don't know. Do you think you could pitch the idea of like an R18 Shrek, like adults only? Oh, I'd be there sitting? with bells on. I mean, yeah. the Wiggles are doing that. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. are. That's been really popular, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's Tamaki Makoto, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> what, one kid show at a time, guys. One kid show at a time. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Shrek, not going to lie. I mean, I vibed Let It Go. But that included songs from Frozen 1 and Frozen 2, whereas, and I'm not very familiar with Frozen 2. Or am I completely talking rubbish? Was Let It Go Frozen 1 and Frozen 2, or was it just Frozen 1? Both, both Frozen, okay. yeah. I'm like, as soon as I started talking, I'm like, did I need to fact check? <laughs> whereas Shrek, I feel like I know that, because when that film came out, like, we were the peak age for it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I feel like it was 2001. 
Yes, so Shrek is now 21. So Shrek is legal to drink in the United States. That's when you put it like that, it's yuck. <laughs> and I feel old. Um, Shrek, well, so this is Shrek the musical. So I think yeah. those who are in the um, theatre world will probably know the tunes a little bit more. Yeah. But also this is the TYA version. So this is for... A younger audience. Oh, okay. So this is very much condensed to be more tangible to the young ones. Yeah. And the, yeah, you know, the time is shorter as well. And they've kind of had to narrow down what um, what songs they have, what they cut out of the story and what characters they have to um, compromise as well. And... You say compromise like it's bad. No. Um, but sacrifice? Sacrifice. I thought, I, that was a little bit extreme, I thought. A sacrifice would have been very dramatic. Yeah. No, um, I will say uh, to those of you out there who are not familiar with Shriek the Musical, go listen to the, I think, the, abrid- the original Broadway cast recording is on Spotify, I think. I've listened to it. I'm probably going to re-listen to it after this chat. I mean, as you've just been saying, this version is different. They, there are some songs from there, mm. but obviously they've just had to yeah. shorten Condense shorten the show. Yeah, you can find some clips on YouTube. Oh yeah, and I'd also recommend looking up like behind the scenes footage of um, them putting the Shrek makeup on, because you then then you kind of get a taste of what's of yeah, what's yeah. to come. So I think once you've seen what it's like on stage, then that kind of gives you a bit more of an understanding of what we're trying to recreate. Uh, yeah. I was going to say trying to achieve, but you guys are definitely going to achieve it. And there's also been some great um, socials on the uh, Clarence Street social media. And I think the Shrek, the musical, I think there's a Facebook page for that. I've seen some videos yes. doing the rounds, mm-hmm. um, specifically of the dragon, which I know I'm not going to be allowed to touch but really want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, have you had a crack yet? No, so I have yet to see the oh, dragon okay. in person. I have seen some of the set. Yeah. I've I've only met some of the cast, so I've worked with Tom, who is Shrek, and mm. Carla, who is Fiona. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, have, have seen some of the set. It looks really cool. It's very... What's the word? It moves. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, there's like it's, toggles and like yeah. things that like ping up and like yeah. It's okay. not just static, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I I want to say interactive, but I don't know if that's right. Mm, it's funky. Yeah, funky. I can get with that. Funky town. Won't you take me to? <laughs> I will actually, um, because Kirsty's been an absolute G and uh, brought some songs to the show. You always do, and they're always lit. Um, <laughs> I'm biased. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and what you've got, uh, one of the tracks you've got that I want to start with, it's a little river band track. Yes. And it's called Reminiscing, because I feel like today we've I've been reminiscing um, at least about the past two years of That's yeah. the Ticket. And you have too, because you've been reminiscing about your time on That's the Ticket. But um, why did you pick this song? This song was one that... So if you know me, I'm a bit of um, I'm a bit of, I'm a bit of an old fart at heart. So I listen to a lot of the breeze and coast, and the song was always on, and I always liked it. And not long ago, I 
decided to watch a movie, The Other Guys. Have you seen The Other Guys? No, but it sounds right. I know the movie and I can picture you watching this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I always mention Will Ferrell movies when I come on your you show? You literally always do. But that's an, that's an accident because I don't go actively seeking <laughs> Will Ferrell <laughs> he films. He just finds you. Yeah, he does. So this film, this song was on it and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good song. So it's been on my playlist. Okay, well, that's good enough for me because now it's on my playlist. But uh, here's reminiscing uh, the remastered version uh, by the Little River Band.
pretty groovy there, bro. Not going to lie. Um, that was reminiscing, uh, the remastered version by the Little River Band, brought to the uh, second birthday episode of That's the Ticket by a friend of the show and of me, Kirsty Dawson-Smith. Mm-hmm. Kia ora. Kia ora, Hannah. <laughs> so as... We are in the reminiscing mood. I had a couple questions to ask you. To ask me? Yes. So, for you, how, you know, how do you feel, how did you feel when you first started this two years ago and how do you feel now looking at your journey and also your your mission, you know, your your mission with this podcast has it, um, or podcast slash radio show, are you still on the same mission or have you pivoted at all over the past two years? I'm feeling like I'm about to get a bloody co-host. It's not very often someone comes on that ticket and asks me questions. So thank you. Um, good question. Uh, how do I feel now compared to that first episode? Um, I feel... I don't know. I still... I was going to say my first episode, I was very, very nervous. As you would be, yeah. I mean, I feel like I still get a little bit nervous, but... Um, yeah, I definitely feel a lot more confident and a lot more comfortable uh, two years down the track. Comfortable? Oh, Kirsty. <laughs> you thought that one would slip, wouldn't you? You thought I it did. would slide. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a lot more comfy. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, two years down the track. Uh, in terms of my mission statement, I feel like I'm still on that trajectory. One of the great things about uh, doing the show for this amount of time is all the awesome people I've been able to meet and connect with and how there's there's always new people. Like, every so often I have fleeting, like, moments of worry where I'm like, what if I... What if there's no one new to talk to? Yeah. And there always is. And, and it's great that the show has been able to go for so long because there's been so uh, many cool creative things happening in Hamilton and beyond. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. No, I think I think it did. Um, also, like to to acknowledge what you said, I guess there's so much talent and so much creativity out there. You can't even really run out of juice when it comes to this. I know. It's just you know. I'm just like oh, because I love a repeat guest. I'm like oh, am I getting too repetitive? But then no episode's ever the same. Because this is my third time having you on the show and it's completely different to the last time I had you and the time before that. Well, that's what I thought too. I was like, you know, are, are, the, are the listeners going to get bored of me? You know, this is my third time here. Are they going to get bored of me and what I'm, you know, what I'm saying? Am I still, am I still exciting enough for TTT? No, but I feel like, that's the ticket has tracked your creative journey because the first time I had you on, you're just like signed Fresh. up. Yeah, you just finished at makeup school, right? Or were you still there? No, so I had just finished, and that was like my very, you know, that was fresh out of school, and I didn't listen to that one mm. um, recently, but it was. I can just imagine how how proud I was from the, of the things that I did and looking back I'm just like oh cute <laughs> you know like you think of all those little like those milestones and to you at the time it was it was such a big deal and mm. obviously they, they still are a big deal because it helps shape your career but looking at what I'm doing now how how I've changed in my work and how my business has changed and you know how many rounds of lockdowns and um, 
COVIDs we've had to go through, it's, you know, it's it's nice to... And then, well, listening back to last July, which was round two, it was, again, it's so different. And yeah. the things I spoke about and things I was excited about, I actually played the clip to some friends and they said to me, wow, Kirsty, you sound so nice on radio. <laughs> yeah, As you're a, terrible in real life. I know, I'm just a bit prickly. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe I need to show off my gruff side a bit more. I mean, don't hurt me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, I did just butter you up with a box of cookies, so... You buttered me up with some buttery biscuit bases. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a deep cut MasterChef <laughs> reference. I know. I know you've got that base knowledge. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty basic. Uh, that's the end of that pun segue, I promise. But no, I think... Yeah, as, as I say about you, and I've had the pleasure with a lot of kind of local creators of tracking their journey, mm-hmm. their journeys um, through the show, and it's such a privilege, and I feel so privileged, and especially when I have people, like, asking me to come on the show, if they can come on the show, or when people do, and then they listen back and they send through all this positive feedback from their mates who've listened. Recently, I had... Um, some people who were involved in uh, Carving a Nice Theatre's production of An Oak Tree, which was running at the Meteor last week. And uh, the director of the show, Gay Paul, sent the podcast of that episode of That's the Ticket, like, around the world and was forwarding all me all these emails from friends of hers saying, like, oh, my gosh, the anchor on that show was so good. No way! And it has such a good vibe. It was a really good episode. And... um, it's just it's great for my ego mm-hmm. but it's 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 great to be yeah it's just such a privilege to get to work with so many people and um let their voices be heard quite literally on mm-hmm. the radio my cheeks are starting to get sore from smiling <laughs> i want to uh throw back to this time that you was it your first ever radio appearance not on this show but like on your own show in January 2020 very early probably and you were so you were so excited that you sent me the details for it and I was house sitting at the time and the only thing I had was one of those old school like dialy radios oh my god and I tuned it so I could listen <laughs> so I could listen to you on the oh radio oh my gosh and so now looking back you know two and a half years later we're not doing dialing radios anymore. We're um no, we've you, got you're the listening. Internet. Yeah, you're listening to me on TuneIn or um, on the Access Media app or on the Free FM website or even on Spotify the day after, right now. Mm-hmm. So, I did during lockdown. I did have um, I did have your podcast on while I was working at home. Did Did you do a binge? I think I listened to a few, um, and it was. Yeah, I think you were you were with your sister, of course. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And going over all your Netflix and like oh, movie yes. recommendations yeah. over lockdown. How classic! I mean, I feel like that's all anyone was talking about in lockdown. It's like, what do I do? Yeah. And we're like, listen to us um, making suggestions, some cracking suggestions on those lists, though. I stand by them. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I sent a few your way, didn't I? Yeah, I feel like it did start a conversation. Yeah. Actually, I think that's how I ended up watching the film The Mummy. In lockdown last year. Brendan Fraser, The Mummy? Yeah, yeah. 
It was because of you. Oh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> but it's just that, you know, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, just next level films. I don't think I watched the second one. The second one's good value. Yeah. I don't really talk about the third, though, because they recast I didn't even Rachel. Reali- I didn't even realise it was the third one. That's fine. You don't need to. Oh, the sass is coming out <laughs> on my second birthday episode. That's the tea on That's the Ticket. <laughs> that's the tea on That's the Ticket. Um, I will say, while we've been talking about kind of binging That's the Ticket, um, obviously you're one of my top fans, but I can't really celebrate my second... Um, birthday without mentioning someone very special which is uncle rick yes kia ora uncle rick and uncle rick uh, you know i say this every week when i introduce rick's pick uh which i'm gonna play shortly but i feel like because it's my second anniversary i i really need to take a minute to um thank uncle rick for listening to me every single week giving me some solid tunes to play every single week I will admit that I have um, accidentally done a few replays. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I have. And uh, Uncle Rick keeps track. And he's like, Hannah, you've already played that. And I'm like, oh. No, it's all good because, you know, and then I just, in my head, I'm like, oh, yes, I did accidentally replay that track on Uncle Rick, but it is a banger. So it's okay. But you say this was a test, Uncle Rick, to (laughs) see whether you were paying attention. Yeah. I mean, he always passes, but... um, yeah, thank you, Uncle Rick, for your uh, dedication to the show. And I'm going to do another repeat, and I did this last year, because on, on, on the anniversary of That's the Ticket, I play my first ever Rick's pick. And uh, you probably vibe this song. It's uh, Africa by Toto. Oh, okay, okay. And it's, it's a classic, and I played it last year on uh, the one-year anniversary of That's the Ticket, and I'm like... I'm going to play it again because I the song is a personal uh, favour of both mine and uh, my sister Missy Mooney. Yes. So uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick, and uh, thanks for being my biggest fan. Cry out in the night 
As they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. I seek to cure what's deep inside. Frightened of this thing that I've become. Nice little fade out of this week's Rex Pick Africa. The first ever Rex Pick that I played on the first ever episode of uh, That's the Ticket two years ago. Um, not quite today, but two years ago this week. Yeah. Because, you know, got to be live on a Tuesday, fam. <laughs> uh, Kirstie Dawson-Smith is here, by the way, if you're just joining us. And uh, before that song, you asked me a question, which was lovely because I don't get it often. You know, because usually I'm the one asking the questions and getting the tea. And thank you, firstly. Um, I feel like this is just the um, second year anniversary episode of Dreams. I got free biscuits from Mm -hmm. Kirsty. You asked me some questions. Love talking about myself. That's why I have a radio show, so I can just talk um, for hours at a time. Would Would you ever have a radio show without a guest where you would talk by yourself for an hour? I feel like, uh, I mean, I in theory I could do it, but I what I enjoy is um, talking to people and then seeing them enjoy me talking. No, I'm kidding. Uh, like it, it's it's more fun with a guest because then you have someone to like bounce off. And yeah. As I was saying in that uh, previous voice break, uh, you know, 
being able to meet so many cool people and talk about so many cool th- things. And I know that sounds like a cop-out answer, but I mean every word. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm going to ask some more questions about you. Yeah, if you're up for it. Please. <laughs> um, so obviously you're working on Shrek the Musical, um, which is opening relatively soon yes. uh, in July. Uh in Kirikiriroa, uh, go to Clarence Street Theatre or Ticketek to find your tickets. I will put the links up um, on the, that's the ticket uh, Facebook page for that. But is there anything else that you're working on that you can talk about? Because I know you do some work in TV, and so I always like to hear about that. Yeah. So what's been quite cool is the TV side has really ramped up. So between, you know, between August and... January TV had just gone kaput Mm. and what was nice so I ended up doing a lot of bridal work over the summer which was something I never intended to do but uh, you know managed to keep afloat because of that and really hone in all my skills but as soon as bridal season was over TV just boomed again and Still doing a lot with Fakata Māori. Mm. So as of June the 9th, no longer Māori television. It is Fakata Māori. So that's the stuff of them. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so they are now, I think they're 18 years old and it was, it was time for a change also to reflect the content they're producing and kind of their values as an organisation and... Mm kind of the way they produce Indigenous content. So I've been doing a lot of stuff with them, so a lot of current affairs, so like Te Ao News, the different Te Aos, Te Ao with Moana, Te Ao Toa, all the Te Aos. And there's... So a show I worked on last year, Lucky Dip. I was going to ask about that. Lucky Dip, season two, coming yeah. back, and we're going on tour. Just, oh, yes. Yes, so I will be jumping... I will be jumping around for a few months. Is it a national tour? Yes. So I think our first stop is the far north. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what's set in stone and I don't know what I can say, but... I mean, you're just... It's just you and me, bro. Yeah. (laughs) It's just us in this room. I'm not sure if you've watched Lucky Dip. I've watched it through your social media. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Lucky Dip is a game show. You can watch it on the Fakata Māori website or the Māori Plus app, which Mm -hmm. I do enjoy jumping on every now and then. They've got some good content on there. And a show that I've been working on this year is called Hakapedia, which is a game show, like a chat, not chat show, like a quiz show about the word of kapahaka. And it's all in te reo Māori. So as I was working on it, it was, I guess with all my work, um, all of my Māori content, it's a really different experience creating content in a language that is not, you know, that is not Indigenous to me. Yeah, yeah. But it's such a great way to, you know, learn learn the language and pick up words, but also you have that appreciation for different communication styles. Like, you can tell something is funny, not by what is said, but the way... The way it's delivered. The way it's delivered and the mm. way the room responds to it. And that show in particular, it, there's such a niche in that field in the word of kapahaka, but the people in it are so passionate about what they do. And, yeah, no, it was a really fun show. And that premieres tom- tomorrow? No? 
Thursday, Thursday night <laughs> on Fakata Māori or the Māori Plus app. Thursday, the 23rd of June. Yeah, so it's kind of... It's kind of worked out because I only found this out last night. So love that for you. Yeah, you know, I came to the party today with something tangible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, um, I've been working on the season of Pukana, which has been really fun. Again, another show that is completely into Māori. So again, working, you know, trying to interpret what's going on without solely relying on language. Mm. Yeah. Would you say, I mean, you probably get asked this question a lot, but would you say that your reo has improved by working on these projects? Oh, 100%. Like, I try to see whether I can learn, like, a word a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I really need to, like, write this down on my, like, notes app on my phone. But usually I'll try to walk away each week with a new word. And then sometimes, like, when I'm driving, there'll be, like, a... um a phrase in my head and I don't know what it means but I hear them say it a lot mm. so like etiti etita or like ehikama or you know like yeah they just repeat in my head and mm. often if it gets to a point I just have to be like to someone hey so what does this mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but um yeah also it's just yeah it's cool to kind of be involved as like just the way that this con- content has been produced and the environment on set I've just felt really privileged to kind of be involved in this and it's fun and usually I wait for it to come online on demand where there's mm. subtitles and then I can yeah, yeah then yeah. I can enjoy it yeah I mean, I totuku what you've said a hundred percent because it, it's kind of how I feel about that's the ticket. You mm-hmm. know, just just really happy to be in that environment and be doing that mahi and working with so many cool people. Yeah, I mean, obviously yours. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than that's the ticket. It's just different. It's different, <laughs> but slightly higher stakes, I reckon. No, I think that's that. Like the world of media and arts and content. It's mm. never ending, and I think there's always room for, you know, if it's something you're passionate about, there's room for it. And this is your, this is your domain, Hannah. I'm coming into your space, yeah. You know, and I respect what you've built here and the audience that you have. And here we go. I'm gonna make you cry. Uh, no, I was just like nervously laughing because I felt like crying. <laughs> <laughs> you felt this like burst of like energy surge through the room. L- legit. <laughs> Kirsty and I have been making a lot of eye contact this entire episode, and it's it's been it's been beautiful to be yeah. honest. I think one day they should put like a, a camera in here so they can <laughs> see us. You yeah, know? I I feel like we're both um, getting up there with the hand gestures and stuff, which I'm not going to try and describe on radio. But like yeah. I've been raising my arms in, in a celebratory fashion several times this episode. Yeah, and I, and I like to talk with my hands. You have been talking with your hands. I always talk with my You've hands. You've got great hands for radio. And thanks. And I've kind of been thumping the table as well. <laughs> so I've been talking, but I don't know whether that's carried through. But, you know, right at the start of, right as you were turning up the volume dial, mm. I just had to do like a, um, the, the, fist, the fist punch What from that movie. I don't know. Oh, The Breakfast Club. 
Yeah, that one. Yeah. Don't yeah. you yeah, forget just had to do that about me. To like get the energy up. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. Mine's like through the roof right now. Your energy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm almost shaking. Is your is your heart racing a bit? Yeah, but like in a positive way. Because cool. it's just been a bloody pleasure today, mate. I feel like time's gone by so fast. It's, it's gone really fast because I'm already up to like plugging upcoming events. Oh. I know. You're just going to have to come back. That's if your readers allow me to. My readers? Your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should start next? What? A blog. Uh, actually, Yvonne <laughs> from Right On For The Arts, uh, I had her on the show during lockdown. We did the episode remotely via Zoom. She put a challenge to me to like start my own website. Yeah. For that sticker. I didn't do it. Like I said, like in the interview, I was like, okay, we've talked about it on that's the ticket. Now I have to do it. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't follow through. But, um, yeah, you're not the first person to suggest a blog. But can you imagine? It would just be too much Hannah Mooney. <laughs> but also, you are such a character that I think, like, a vlog would even work. Oh, gosh. Or even just chuck a camera on here right now and just, like, film yourself talking. Okay. Next time you're on, we'll yeah. film it. Also, I'm waiting for you to start a TikTok. Oh, yeah, mate, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that a lot, too. <laughs> Um, but uh, other things coming up that don't include me starting TikTok, see what I did there, yeah. um, in no particular order, uh, Shrek the Musical is running at Clarence Street Theatre uh, the 19th to 23rd of July with 10.30am and 2pm shows daily, plus there's a 6pm show on the 22nd of July. Tickets are available now uh, on Ticketek. Um, go down and see it because, you, you know, you'll get to see Kirsty's work in person, even though you've done a stellar job of describing it on a very non-visual medium of communication today. Mm-hmm. Um, elsewhere in the Tron, uh, Rivoli Theatre have Sherlock Holmes and the Baker Street Irregulars running uh, the 2nd to 16th of July. Tickets are available now on iTicket from $20. Um, also, special shout out to Rivoli because I, uh, before today's episode, I was contacted and they were congratulating me on reaching my two-year anniversary. And they've actually given me a Rivoli Theatre tea towel to uh, give away in celebration of the milestone that I've reached. So keep an eye on uh, my Facebook page. That's the ticket with Hannah Mooney for the giveaway details. And then you can get your, your very own Rivoli tea towel. I actually have one myself. Quality tea towel. It's not bad. It gets the job done. Um <laughs> Over at the Meteor, the WinTech Performing Arts students are presenting The Big Night Out on Thursday, 23rd of June. Uh, tickets um, are available at themeteor.co.nz. Uh, Boone After Dark is back for 2022. Have you checked it out yet? No. I mean, you've, you've literally just got back in Hamilton. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm in Hamilton more than people realise, but... Okay. Well, now people are going to realise because you've said it on That's the Ticket. <laughs> But um, you should check it out. Uh, It opened uh, last week and there are installations in both Garden Place and at Victoria on the River. Um, They're there right now until the 31st of July and are up 24-7, but of course are best viewed after dark. And then last but by no means least, uh, Matariki Ki Waikato is underway and runs until the 17th of July. Uh, there are heaps of awesome s- things happening as part of the festival and you can find out more at matarikiwaikato.nz. Um, I feel like it was a big weekend this weekend that's just been, actually, in the Tron. Mm-hmm. I mean, you weren't here for it, but um, we had Boone After Dark, 
Matariki kicking off. Clarence Street had um, their first instalment of Club Cabaret. And I think the Meteor had final night of an oak tree. It was just, like, going off. Yeah. That's what we like. Yeah. When, you know, when people say there's not much to do in Hamilton, I'll send them to your podcast and <laughs> make them listen to all the plugs. Oh, that, that was the best plug of them all, Kirsty. Yeah. I think. Um, but, you know... I'm kind of gutted we're reaching the end. It's flown by, eh? I know. This is so fun. I, I, as I say, you're just going to have to come back. But um, I'm going to end the show with a couple of tracks that you brought through. And one especially I want to ask why you picked it. And I think you know. Do you know which one I'm referencing? I think I have. I think I know what you're referencing. It's a, it's a track by Paris Hilton. Oh, yes, yes. Called Stars Are Blind. Why? I think this song is my guilty pleasure. Okay. Like you know how you just have a song that mm. that people don't expect from you. Yeah, but it just it hits it hits <laughs> it slaps literally. Um, have you seen the film Promising Young Woman? No, I have not. Because the the song features in that film. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna have to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, different vibe to the song, but great film. Because you know when you think about like karaoke songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this song is a, an easy karaoke song that I could master. Kirsty's gonna sing it now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> Imagine what a way to end the show. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the track I'm gonna play after that, late night talking, Harry Styles. Yeah. So I don't listen to too much Harry Styles, but. I decided to put on his new album, Harry's House, mm. the other week as as I commute a lot. So I drive a lot for work in between Hamilton and Auckland multiple times a week. And I, I put this, I put it on Spotify and I just really grew to like it. And all of the songs on his album, they're just, you know, it's nice to listen to. And coming from a non-Harry stan, like nothing, nothing against Harry, just from an external person, I'm like, this album is actually really nice. Okay, wait a sell. I mean, I feel like it vibes with your vibe. Okay. I mean, I haven't listened to the album. I listened to the song when you sent it through. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, if Kirsty likes this, then I should listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this tracks. But then obviously I know you quite well. I guess so do the listeners of That's the Ticket Now because you've been on the show so many times. Yeah. I feel like you, you know, all you listeners just, you guys can read me like a book. Yeah, yeah. An audio book. <laughs> oh, true. But uh, thanks for joining me today, mate. Well, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure and very honoured. And when you asked me again to jump on, I was like, oh, yes, always, always yes, Hannah. Oh, well, here's to the next one, eh? And uh, here's to the next episode of That's the Ticket, because two years and counting, baby. I'll uh, catch you guys next week. Matewa. See ya.
Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.